Hey everybody, this is Brent Reed. This is an all-new Downright Sports Radio podcast today. And we're going to discuss the Black Lives Matter movement, how sports is making an impact on that. The MLB season so far. And Carmelo Anthony, does he have a second life in the NBA? This is an all-new Downright Sports, the podcast, here on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Spotify. And Anchor, subscribe today.
Good Sunday, everyone. Good Sunday, everyone. It's a Sunday. It's another Sunday. That means it's another Downright Sports Radio podcast. Hello, I am your host, Brent Reed. If you never heard the show before, well, hi. <laughs> Subscribe. Uh, if you listen to the show, you can listen to the show on a various different platforms, uh, depending on what platform you're listening on right now. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Google Play, feel free to our um Spotify or Anchor, feel free to subscribe today. We are also broadcasting on um, Instagram and late. Hopefully, finally, I can do the editing. It's been on me. Uh, we'll have the show on Facebook on our fan page at uh, Downright Sports. Um, if you need the date, it's August third. It's the last. It's the second to last day of August, guys. Which means fall is here. Which means we only have. September, October, November, December, four months of 2020 left, and we can all maybe hope to God breathe a sigh of relief that 2021 is here, and maybe it brings promise, or is 2020 a foresight of the future? (laughs) 2020 has been uh, insane, Uh, didn't get any better the other day, um, Friday night, if you will, it started, my mom sent me a text message and was like, it was bugged out. It was Chadwick Boseman died. I was like, what? It, you know, Black Panther's dead? You know, the guy who played James Brown and Jackie Robinson and um, Thurgood Marshall is, wow, he was so young. And Because you start, you wanted to read, like, what did he pass away from? And he's been fighting cancer. He's been fighting colon cancer and told a soul. No one knew. And little nerd alert, I could, now I can maybe see why. Because I was wondering... Why Disney didn't, like, fast-track a second movie, like a second Black Panther? Like, why we didn't get a Black Panther 2 before we got everybody else? And why in the pipeline we didn't see any Black Panther coming up? And this explains it. You know, the guy was sick. Maybe he only told his employers and prom- got them to promise, like, please don't tell anybody else. You know, it's his privacy. But great actor. Um, seemed like a super, super awesome person. Um, grounded. Uh, went to Howard University, um, was part of a special program where he did had no idea that Denzel Washington paid for his scholarship to uh, further his acting career over in England. Like, how wild is that to know Denzel did it? And, you know, Chadwick, uh, also in a sports-related, Cliff Robinson died um, yesterday, the big dog. Uh, he played with Portland, played 18 years in uh uh, I know he was with Portland for a while. I didn't pull up his stats. Uh, this is irrelevant. The man passed. He was 52 years old. Um, 52 years young, if you think about it. And, you know, he's now, you know, he's passed away also. You add Kobe to the list and, um, you know, amongst other people. It's just, it's been a wild year, man. It's been a really, really wild year. This past week, um, the conversations started to bring up again, where sports became the afterthought, um, or was the forethought? Was the sports was the the the, the biggest conversation, if you will? Um, this past week, it started last week actually. Uh, Jacob Blake, uh, black man in Wisconsin, um, was shot. In the back, 
seven times. He's alive, but he may be paralyzed when he was shot in the back seven times by police officers. This would not be a story if it only happened once. So far this year, it's already happened three times. <laughs> and I'm, I laugh because it's just like... My buddy Mike used to say all the time, you laugh sometimes to stop yourself from crying. You know? We've had... I didn't get a chance to record a Doc Rivers speech, which was powerful. But before I touch on the sports side of it, I have to, I'm if you've never seen me before, despite all the publicity I put out there for the show, I'm a black man. Hey, yes. Black as can be. <laughs> and I've always been proud to be black. I've never once looked at myself and was like, boy, if I only could have been something else. No, I have, you know, the only thing I, re- I you know, I, I have no way to trace, you know, to see like what part of Africa I think my family or I come from. But then my grandmother, who's in the genealogy, said it best. She's like, you don't need to know. Your family comes from North Carolina and Virginia. There you go. <laughs> so, you know, that's, you know, that's enough for me. Um, <clears throat> it's, hard, you know, sometimes because you don't want to, what's the word I'm looking for, you want to throw your blackness in everybody's face, but a large majority of the people I associate with are white, and you would like to think that all of them understand and sympathize everything that's going on, but the truth is, you know they don't, <laughs> because it doesn't really, I mean, it affects them to a degree, but it doesn't affect them the way it affects me. Um, I get in the car, I drive down the street, I must pay attention to the law. Um, I'll tell you a uh, real, I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, it was me and my dad, it was a couple years ago, and we were driving in New Jersey, and a car in front of us saw a cop car that was sitting on the side, just, you know, monitoring traffic. And stopped short. Came to a complete halt. Causing us to come to a complete halt. And the car quickly got off the exit. The cop didn't see it. got off the exit. cop just saw the two of us. I, doing nothing, veered over. (laughs) Went into the gas station so I could get gas. So me and my dad could proceed driving. When I got out the car, I had to tell my dad to get back in. Because as I looked, there were five cop cars outside waiting for us. Waiting for us. Now, the part is, there's no part of the story I've left off. Zero. I was driving. I merged. I went to a gas station. Five cop cars. And I asked the cop straight up what happened. He said I illegally merged over double lines. Interesting because if you've ever been on the highway in New Jersey, there's no other way to merge from the highway to the gas station that's off the highway. It's a little hard, if you will. Not to mention, there aren't any double lines on the highway. I'm just saying. Me and my dad, we played, the, we played the game. They searched the entire car. Even though I thought it was a traffic violation. <laughs> they searched the entire car. They searched us. And we got to go home. But the point is, should I have to have gone through that? Why, why even I get pulled over? Or why wasn't just a routine one cop pulling us over? So... I've always said, they pull you over, you got to make sure you know 
you 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 got to know where everything is. You need to know where you're like my car is strategically placed where my registration, my insurance, one place. License, my wallet's always out, so I can just pull it out and the windows is down. <laughs> windows is down. There's no nothing hidden. Hands are up. What do you need? You got it. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Like I just try to cooperate. Some brothers don't get the bad fortune. I don't know what Jacob Blake. I don't know the situation. I don't know what they were into. I don't know what was happening. If you see the video, he is walking away from the cops. No weapon in his hand or anything. He's just walking away. I'm not naive enough to say, well, why the hell is he just walking away from the cops? Like, I just explained to you. If you, from a young age, we all know the routine. When when you're black, you get in doctor with the routine. You know, shut up, <laughs> listen, go along, go home. That's the 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 mo. I'll get to. Should it be that way? But I'll get to that. He should not have been shot in the back. There are like nine hundred means cops have. Where they shooting is should be the last regard. We know that because one of them was choking a guy out with with his knee on the back of his neck. So we know they didn't always have to use guns. Think about that one. But to play devil's advocate, don't walk like until we get to a position where we don't have to be afraid of the authorities. Sometimes now would that be? Let me back up a little bit. Let me just back up. I saw a video where a guy was actually cooperating. So I'm not even going to touch that. I saw a video where a guy was actually in the street on his knees, hands around his head, cooperating. Cop kicked him in the back. Just came out of nowhere, kicked the guy in the back. The guy stumbled, and then they attacked him. So, quite frankly, I don't think it really matters at this point. It's just a, it's just a, it's just a lack of communication between... Um, the police and the black community. A lot of that is because a lot of police officers are not from our community. So they don't know us. In the in days where my uncles were cops, they knew the people in their said community. They knew uh, little Johnny around the corner. They knew all the, the drug addicts. They knew all the thieves. They knew all the guys that snatched pocketbooks. They knew all of them. It was easier to police people you know. In our community, we don't we don't have that. We have people that have never stepped foot in our community until the day they put on the uniform. You got a lot of people who served in the military, no disrespect, but become police officers. And when you serve in the military, you are trained for one thing and one thing only, kill. Whatever you were talking to doesn't listen to you, you kill it. That's what military is trained for, and then they become cops, and you keep that mentality when you come over. Some places, they want that mentality. Why? Because some places secretly don't like us. Don't know why. Couldn't tell you why black people are disliked. Honestly, don't know. We were slaves for 300 years, so we were told what to do. Then we were set free, but we didn't have anything. And we had to kind of build what we still don't have. So what is it about us that you just don't like? <laughs> That's the part I'm trying to figure out. What have we done to certain, a small, very small percentage of white people. What have we done to 
make you hate us or fear us. Because if you look at us, out of any, if you, out of all oppressed people in the history of the world, we've taken the crap the easiest. You enslaved us for 400 years? Oh, okay, we'll just turn around and walk away. You tell us we can't vote? Ah, okay. Tell us we can't work? Ah, okay. Tell us we can't play baseball? Ah, okay. Where in other cultures, including white cultures, you tell them they can't do something and they uprise. Oh, this is enough. Even us protesting is peaceful protests. <laughs> We're not grabbing. Do you want, in Charlottesville, Charlottesville, they showed up with weapons. They showed up with guns. They were protesting the fact that we were trying to, you know, basically get rid of a statue. And they showed up with weapons. We're protesting. We have no weapons in our hand. Little white kid is running in the street with a semi-automatic gun, shooting and killing two people. The cops are giving him water and driving by him. Let me back this up. There's a kid with a gun in his hand running down the street while the cops are driving by him. Do you know how insane that looked on TV? I watched that live. If I walked outside with a bat in my hand while this chaos going on, I can guarantee no cop driving by me. So now the world, the conversation comes to sports. Sports brought the world to a standstill the other day, and sports sometimes shakes things up. Whether it's Jackie, whether it's um, uh, I can't think of their names now, uh, Smith in the Olympics doing the black fist, whether it's us boycotting the Olympics in uh, New Mexico, uh, whether it's Muhammad Ali saying I'm not going to I'm not going to Vietnam. Whatever the case is, sports has always shaken that tree to kind of wake people up. And why is sports so effective? Because sports ties into one thing and one thing only, money. And I can tell you right now, white people do not like their money being messed with. So, my professional athletes, you boycotted one game. Boycotted two games. I say go further. I love sports, and it took me a long time to put this show together and see how I was going to graze the fence here, but I've been told not to graze the fence. I've been told, speak your mind, go for it. Why? Because it's my show, and I can do whatever the heck I want. If you're going to boycott and you want true change, don't play another game. Period. Maya Moore of the WNBA stood her ground when she wanted uh, this guy let out of prison. He was like convicted for like forever. And she said, I'm not playing the game until I can get this guy released. And she got him released, not playing another game. If you stand by your word, don't you show up. If you're, especially if you're a basketball player or a football player or uh, you don't show up. My dogs is on the thing. They agree. That's them clapping. <laughs> you don't show up for another sporting event until you start hearing from the right people. I'm not talking about um, assemblymen. I'm talking about Congress, senators, um, geez, the president. When it's really addressed, when your owner is standing at the forefront, when your owner is standing front and center, defending your case, not like Jerry Jones, not like all these pompous punks who think you're disrespecting the flag and the military. Stop hiding behind the military. The military does not need your protection. They protect us. Don't get it twisted. All right? 
for this to really happen, for this to hit him where it hurts, I'll explain why, and I'll let it go from here. If basketball, if football, and I'm just going to use those two, if they really just said, we're not playing, we're done, we're not picking up another ball, we're not picking up another helmet, we're not picking up another pair of shoulder pads, we ain't doing nothing. You know what happens? TV gets hurt. Uh, Sponsorships get hurt. Stadiums, arenas get hurt. Um, Agents get hurt. Uh, The list goes on. It just trickles down. Commun- depending on where you at, communities get hurt to some degree because some some places like in Green Bay, Wisconsin, football runs that town. Imagine if you will, the Green Bay Packers just say we're not coming to play until we start seeing real change. Imagine if you will, LeBron James, the biggest athlete in the world, looks his owner and I looks Jeannie Buss in the face and goes, Jeannie, I ain't playing no more. Until I see the change. They can draft whoever the heck they want. But the impact of, because it's going to trickle down. Because you be a fool to jump the line and, and be the opposite. Or, white America get what they want. It'd be an all-white sport again. It was boring then, it'd be boring now. So, I'm just saying, for the true change to happen, it needs to be a complete shutdown. And then it'll happen. And then from a community uh, uh, from um, from our community, we need to just shut it down. No more work. No more TV. No more shopping. No more nothing. No social. No nothing. We just shut it down. Because imagine if you will, if every black person, Latin person, gay person in this country decided they just want to. St- we we we've had enough, and we don't want. We're just not going to do nothing. We're going to sit on our ass at home and do nothing. You will see. How it affects everybody. Because if you want to change, you got to affect the pockets. Simple as that. And then the conversation will start to change a little bit. Now, as far as we need to disband the police. We don't need to disband the police. We don't need to de- defund the police. We don't need to do any of that. There are more good cops than there are bad cops. But these bad cops are taking too much airtime from the good police. And there's some of you out there that say, well, the news only shines a light on the bad. Well, <laughs> Quite frankly, nobody videotapes any. If you're doing good, it's that old saying. If you're doing something good, you don't need to be patted on the back. But if you're doing something bad, you're gonna get caught, and then we gotta shine some light on it. I don't care if it was one cop shooting one black guy. Wrong is wrong. Stop looking for excuses and justifications. I'm tired. I'm tired of hearing everywhere I go somebody justifying the nonsense. If a person broke into your house. Whether they unlocked the door or they stumbled in. <laughs> oh, you know, you know, if I just happened not to stumble in, I would not want to steal it. You know, stop looking for excuses. Like you're looking for you know what's wrong. Before I change the subject, before I go on and have a much happier, uplifting show, if you're a white listener of mine, think close your eyes for a second. Close your eyes. Put yourself in a situation where you're somewhere where you're the minority and every day you wake up you are afraid to just go outside with the fear of the 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 the, the person sworn to protect you may actually hurt you it's not the crack addict 
It's not the, it's not some bully. It's the actual police. Imagine, think about that. Keep your eyes closed. Take you out of, take you out of your element. And you know what's crazy? I'll do you one better because I know a lot of white guys that are scared to go to New York. Why are you scared to go to New York? I can tell you why. Because you think there's a guy that looks like me that's going to attack you. I lived in New York my entire life. I can tell you right now. I can count. I, you, I can count on my hands. There's nobody attacking you. First of all, second of all, there's more protection in that city than you can believe. And then when you see on the news that this one died, that's more people they know. All right. I know plenty of people that go, man, I went to New York. I was so surprised how nice everybody was. We're human with an attitude. There's a difference. For the ch- change has to start somewhere. Sports is trying to start it. But the problem is, I said it before, I said it again. Nobody wants to have the conversation. I didn't even want to have the damn conversation because I didn't want to alienate anybody I may know. I have to now have that uncomfortable conversation because it has to happen. We can no longer continue to go this way. And if you feel that it's okay to shy away from it, if you feel it's okay to, to let it go, then you're part of the problem. Somebody wise and beautiful taught me that. I'm just going to call it like it is. If you think that you don't have to address it, if you think closing your eyes and walking away, you don't have to address it, then it's gonna, eventually it will end up at your door. And when that ugly child ends up at your door, you either go for a DNA test or you have to accept it. I'm here accepting it. There's an ugly child at the door that we need to accept. I want to believe, because I deal day-to-day, my normal life with so so, like, I hate to even use the word as, I hate saying that there's plenty of good white folk out there. I hate saying that. It's stupid. A person's a person. People are people. We need to get to that. We need to get to that. We will get to the day, if you hate the word Black Lives Matter, well, you know what? Let's start by treating them like they matter, and then one day we don't have to say that. Just saying. Um... <laughs> I promise you when we come back, uh, stick around. It, the show will talk sports. I will promise you that we're going to talk actual sports. Just stay with me, if you will. Um, music by James Brown and the Rolling Stones and Schoolie D all day today. All right. Uh, we'll be back with more Downright Sports. No, we need it so far. We got
scenes but wildly underrated and he did such a good job in it the dancing the singing like it's really good so i'm playing a lot of james brown for chad with bozeman today all right, all right i'm playing black enough for you for the black lives movement i'm just saying but chad it should be james brown baseball's going on baseball and um september's here so we have one month to go and then the playoffs happen hopefully fingers crossed this last month we have with no hiccups and we don't have to deal with any kind of problems, okay? Um, currently, right now, the standing sits at such. Update screen. The standing sit as such. I need MLB. That is not what I need. I need league. I need league. Um, it went from the Yankees sitting at the top to the Yankees now, maybe missing the playoffs. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yankees are currently the seventh seed in the American League. Why is that matter? Because I'm a Yankee fan. Sitting at the top is Tampa Bay, followed by Oakland. What? Cleveland, White Sox, Minnesota, Houston, Yankees, Toronto. Uh, with Detroit on the outside looking in. Uh, Baltimore trying to make some noise, but I don't see that happening. And the two disappointing teams in baseball are the Angels in Boston. Why? The Angels went out and spent some money. You know, Anthony Rendon, I'm, I haven't looked at his numbers. We'll talk about that next week. And then don't forget they have Mike Trout. And then Boston has so much talent to be bad. Um, I feel like if you're the Boston Celtics, I mean Boston Red Sox, I said this before, the trade deadline is tomorrow. You need to get rid of Xavier Bogart. J.D. Martinez, as much as you can, just unload them. 
And currently, as I'm looking at the Yankees, who were finally won two games yesterday, that are struggling. Um, the Yankees, if I'm the Yankees, I'm trying to get J.D. Martinez or I'm trying to get somebody. I need another bat in that lineup. The Yankees, the pitching will be there, but the Yankees need hitting. The hitting is kind of because uh, Aaron Judge is hurt, John Carlos is hurt, uh, 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 Gabriel Torres is hurt. Like, what the heck is going on? Uh, they just all got hit. Like, it would be one thing if they all got hurt and it was April and May. No. It is September, and we only got a month to go. So they got a lot of ground to pick up. And I believe the whole month of September, they're going to play all division games. They can make up ground there. That could be good or bad because Toronto and Baltimore are trying to make up ground too. Um, if you look at the National League, no surprises. The Dodgers are number one, Cubs two. San Diego is right there, number three. Atlanta four, Colorado five, Miami six, Philly seventh, Milwaukee eighth. Mets is tied with Milwaukee right now, um, trying to get that eighth spot, which would be so fantastic because the Mets getting the eighth seed just screams Mets, right? Um, at the bottom, Pittsburgh, Washington, uh, uh, Arizona. I said Madison Bumgarner was stupid for signing with Arizona, even though they're not that far out of it, but they're pretty out of it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what he, the heck he went there for. But um, if I, I'm the Yankees, I'm taking a look at Arizona because they got a guy, Marte, who is a very good outfielder and could make up, could be a big key to the Yankees' offense, making some strides. Uh, heck, if I'm the Yankees, I'm calling St. Louis up and seeing if Paul Goldsmith is available because y'all ain't doing nothing <laughs> with him. So, uh, that's baseball. That's the standings as far as who has a shot at maybe being the MVP. I find it kind of hard if we look at it based on the league. In the American League, Luke Voigt right now is um, – I have an interruption on my screen. Ain't that something? Luke Voigt uh, is currently batting three oh eight um, with 12 home runs. He's second behind uh, Nelson Cruz, who's got 13 home runs, batting three twenty five, twenty nine RBIs. Um the, the, the young man from Thomas Anderson, who was the batting champion last year, looks like he may be the batting champion again this year, uh, is leading the way. Is he MVP candidate? Mm, but he's going to win another batting crown. Um, but uh, it's hard right now, I think, to pencil in who the MVP is uh, in, uh, for uh, the game right now because Toronto is such a team. I don't think you can narrow down just one person. So we're just going to find out come close to the season. Somebody where to win it that will like never be in the category again. Um, out West, it doesn't look like anybody's going to hit 400. Everybody that was hitting 400 like two weeks ago is now like way away from that. <laughs> uh, so uh, what is his name? Um, Juan Soto, candidate for MVP. Um, I doubt it because his team is not even in the playoffs. Uh, you probably have to look at Mike uh, Michael Conforto uh, of the Mets, excuse me, even though his numbers ain't that terrific. Again, this is one of the weird years. Like, MVP, I don't think they should name MVP this year. Elias, his numbers aren't that fantastic. But uh, Fran Fernando Tatis Jr. making a lot of noise, man. <laughs> making a lot of noise, so it'll be kind of cool to see how that breaks down. Uh, enough of baseball. We'll talk about baseball next week as the month wraps down. Ooh, we're doing a show next week? 
I don't know. I gotta look into that. Anyway, uh, soccer news. <gasps> Are you going to talk about soccer? Yes, I'm going to talk about soccer. Um, uh, Lionel Messi uh, wants out. Looks like he wants to leave his current team right now. He doesn't want to be there anymore. Shocking. Uh, <laughs> uh, looks like he's trying to find a way out. He just missed his last. He missed um, his um, Corona test for before the next game. And that's never a good thing. He's currently playing with um, is he's currently playing with Barcelona right now. He is one of the best, if not the best, uh, football player in the world. He's thirty three years old. He's getting kind of long in the tooth. My prediction, if I will, and I'll make this short, if I was an MLS team, I may make a run for him. <laughs> He's around that age group where they normally like to, all right, you take that guy. Now, Beckham came over here, and Beckham was like a megastar. Yeah. Messi is the man. Imagine, if you will, you put Messi on like a New York team or a L.A. team or that team in Seattle that's like Rabbit or Portland, right? You put him on one of the, or even Washington, if you will. You put him on one of those teams, a big market team. This guy would break the internet. And not only that, he would make MLS, like, MLS will leapfrog the NHL and will leapfrog baseball, quite frankly. Because that's how big a star he is. Like, you got to be surprised how many soccer players are in the world, and especially in America. This guy will come over, and even at 33, he's going to be the best player, hands down, than anybody over here. Period. Go get us. To, who's the best player in America? You let me know. Um, uh, write me. If you're watching on Instagram, write me and tell me. If you're, you're listening, write me and tell me. Tell me who you think the best American soccer player is, because Messi will run circles that around this was- guy. Awesome. He's already made a gazillion billion dollars overseas, but American money is still American money. I'm backing up the truck. Beep, beep, beep. I'm giving him whatever he wants. <laughs> he wants days off. You get days off. He gets, if you watch wrestling, he gets the Brock Lesnar treatment. Show up when you feel like it because he can come over and he's just going to bring eyeballs to the screen because he's that nasty. First of all, his celeb is going to make people want to watch. Then he's just going to, like, when people see how great he is, it's just going to change. He is LeBron of football, quite frankly, or soccer, however you want to call it. But that's my prediction. That's my little, that's as much soccer knowledge I'm going to talk about right now. <laughs> we come back, we're going to wrap the show up, um, make another quick segment since the first one went on really long. And, um,. We'll be right back. This is Downray Sports Radio. Told you it was going to get light after this. Good one.
Yeah. Yeah. Ow. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep the claps going. Yeah, I can I can I can do whatever I want. It's my show. Keep the claps going. I love hearing these claps. Ah, I didn't go in. Keep the claps going. Where the clap? <laughs> Not that clap. Where's the clap? Oh my god, I can't throw it in there. How about that? <laughs> Anyway, let's wrap it up. Uh, thank you for listening today. Very hard show to listen to if you have that. Um, yeah, so t- uh, if you're listening to the show today, uh, go to uh, if, just subscribe wherever you're listening to. Um, just subscribe and um, send them a, a text message. Um, so yeah, we can, um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Live radio, we nothing like it. Uh, Carmelo Anthony last night pl- might played in his last NBA game. Or has he? Uh, he has apparently said he has found a home in Portland. I don't know if Portland shares the same feelings, <laughs> but he did drop 27 last night for a guy everybody says is aging and old, even though he's about the same age as LeBron. But, to be fair, Dwayne Wade is gone and Chris Paul ain't getting no younger. So the question is, is this the end for Carmelo and where did he go wrong in his career? I feel like where Melo kind of went wrong was, A, he should have never left Denver. (laughs) That's my opinion. He should have never left Denver. Should have just stayed in um, Denver, built something there. Because you can see that organization is an organization of winning since they are have been to the playoffs more times than the Knicks have. Ooh, why do I say it? Because he went to the Knicks. In theory, it made sense. Let me go to New York. I'll be the savior. Amari Stoudemire will join me. He had no idea Amari Stoudemire was going to break down. He had no idea Amari was going to have back problems and not be the same guy he once was. So... You know, tiss tiss on that part. But, um, you know, then he re-signed with the Knicks. And it really looked bad. And um, it just it looked really dumb after that. Because he's re-signed with a Knicks team that had no promise. And him and Phil Jackson did not get along at all. Then he leaves the Knicks and he goes down to OKC. Which I kind of thought was a bad fit for him anyway. I always felt maybe, I don't know why we never got to see Carmelo and LeBron play together. They claim they're close friends. Never in my wildest dreams figured, you know, what the heck happened there. Why they never became teammates. Does LeBron know something we don't? LeBron has played with, he played with, he plays with J.R. Smith. They played on Team USA together and was very good. So either they have the old school mentality, I want to beat you, or... It just never got to work out. It's kind of weird that they never played each other. If you look at Carmelo, if he stays in Denver, my opinion, Carmelo's in the same category as a lot of other guys. They are looking at Carmelo. He's a Hall of Famer, no question, but he's a second-tier Hall of Famer. They would have looked at Carmelo as an all-timer. They got Nobody can stop Carmelo Anthony when it comes to scoring, period. You can see that last night. Even on his worst day, Carmelo gave you buckets. Easy buckets. Now, defensively, he also gave you buckets. But 
Um, from an offensive standpoint, he was a juggernaut. He was a beast. It's sad that his career went this way. He kind of had, he kind of had a poor man's uh, AI career because AI was that kind of workhorse. AI was that guy. You know, oh my God, you're not stopping that novice when it comes to scoring. But AI unfortunately never got that championship. But AI played in Philly his whole career and uplifted that team. Melo could have did the same. New York was never going to be his place he was going to unless he just chose it to stay now here's where i think he could have had redemption period he just stayed in new york sucked it up stayed there good or bad just became the face of that team the city would have embraced him the city would love him they would have showered him with praise because one thing new york knicks fans love is a guy that gives that heart patrick ewan latrell spreewell um uh marcus camby john starks Charles Oakley, um, uh, uh, Willis Reed, um, Clyde Dricks, Clyde Frazier, uh, the list goes on. You give you give the Knicks everything, they're going to give it back to you. So, it's just sad. You know, it didn't work out the way for Carmelo. And hopefully this won't be his last game, but one never knows. I don't see why next year, you know, LeBron doesn't just say, hey, Melo, Paul, just come with me one year. Let's just win this thing together one year and then go home. Like, I don't see why they just don't do that. You know, it'd be fun. All right, guys. Again, thanks for listening. Let's try this again. It's been fun. <laughs> uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a comment. Uh, subscribe. If you're listening on uh, Spotify, subscribe. If you're listening on Google Play, just hit like and subscribe. <laughs> and subscribe. Uh, get the updates. Uh, if, you look, if you watch on YouTube, uh, subscribe if you got just subscribe wherever you see this thing at just subscribe uh also side note there's no side note i'm so tired <laughs> we'll be back next week shorter show i promise you and then uh, uh announcement for a big show coming up real soon um and downright sports the youtube show will be back the september something 16th something weird day like that and uh new show new format new everything all right new colors Ooh, colors all right uh you guys enjoy please be safe uh wear a mask don't be disrespectful love your fellow man at the end of the day love is what matters black white whatever respect each other for what's inside not on the outside unless there's a booger hanging out their face all right you can find humor and everything i will see you guys later deuces Come